0: Welcome to the I-80 Club's first ever Monday Night Football Show. Jack Mitchell here along with Josh Peterson. And it's a night in the club hanging out. Uh, We are watching Denver and Seattle right now. It'll be over probably by the time that you hear this on the podcast. But uh, enjoying that game. We're going to do this every Monday night during the football season where we'll jump on right when halftime starts uh, and then kind of get into talking about whatever the story of the day is. A lot of days this will be right after a press conference, or day right after they fired a coach, and so there's plenty to talk about because of that. And so we'll do that. We'll kind of stick through about the third quarter, and then we know people might want to watch the fourth quarter and the end of the game, so we'll get you off in time to do that, which you can also, if you're a member of the Discord, you can also do on the Discord 24-7 uh, as well. So, all right, there you go. Josh, how's it going? Good evening. Hello, how are you? I'm fine. I'm, I'm just fine. Do you have uh? Do you have Scott Frost fired era exhaustion yet? Um, no. You know what I That's think. That's good because we're a day I, in out of three months. No, yeah.
1: So here is what I I think I have. Um, and and I realized this as I drove home. I actually did decide. I think I was like, you know, I think I've had enough of the Frost was fired. Uh, like the immediate reaction podcast and and radio stuff. You know. Like I listened to, I mean, I did. It's so funny. You and I did what an hour yesterday, theorizing what it will look like oh, when it happens. And what a waste of freaking time! Say goodbye when it happened.
0: Oh. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Somebody said uh, on the chat in one should, of these places. Like that was the most out of quickly out of date podcast ever, or something like that.
1: Yeah. Seriously, it was. I mean, it's so funny, and that it that happens to a lot of podcasts that I listen to. It's like you know they'll be like, oh my gosh, we logged off, and then literally everything broke, and so that happened. John and I did three and a half hours yesterday. And then obviously the normal radio show today. And then I listened. I listened to a ton. I listened to to the national places that I really like. I read the national places I really liked. Uh, you know, I've listened to both of the shows on my station. Um, I've read obviously a ton of local stuff. And so I, I was like, you know what? I think I'm I'm good now with my fill on. Why did this happen? How did this happen? Should it have happened now? I think I've moved on from that. Here is though where my I'm, I'm actually annoyed, and I and I guess we can begin the conversation with these stupid tweets from Tim Brando, and I think he deleted I, one of them. Tim I don't Brando? know if you've seen. I thought those. you were going to
0: say Joe Moglia. All right, Tim Brando, we can start with those then.
1: Okay, so he, yes, these. he deleted. I don't know of these. He
0: deleted. What
1: was that? I don't. I, I just don't know of these. So. Okay. Awesome. Well, I get to break them to you. He deleted the first one that I will read to you. He has the second one up. So the first one was, I don't know what time it was. The screenshot that I have, it it was at least over an hour ago. I spoke to Hugh Freeze today. While it was quick, he was succinct. My question was, is, and then he tagged Nebraska football. Is Nebraska football a job you would be interested in? His response, sure, if they want to win, and then he tagged someone named Jake Crane, who I don't know who that is, posted his opinion, so I dialed him up. Someone will hire him in soon, just saying, shrug emoji. He then followed up, and this was about a half hour ago. I should rephrase and do so with an apology here to Hugh Freeze. I was speaking in a speculative manner, and it was a text, not in person. I'm sure his players wouldn't want to think he's wow. bailing on them because he's not. <laughs> it was simply a, would you consider Nebraska? Sorry, Hugh. Like, what a
0: moron, man. What? <laughs> He got caught going a little further than the... He didn't have the breaking news that he tried to make that, did he? Yeah, exactly. Like, hey. and so now he has to apologize. So it was a like text and not in person? Because that's, oh that's how I read it.
1: Because somebody sent it to me, and I was like, oh, this is going to be a long few months. And, and the person said, it's going to be insanely long. You're going to be sick. And and so I, I responded just with a joke like, hey, you know, I was walking my dog. And, oh, Urban Meyer, he was, he was helping a lady cross the street. And I asked him, hey, would you want to go to Nebraska? And he said, of course, it's my dream job. <laughs> so that's what I'm annoyed by. I'm annoyed by hey, this stuff because I feel like we're going to hear it forever.
0: I haven't even started the tweets like I saw, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 Matt Campbell or somebody at Runza by my house. I mean, that's coming. You know. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, we we saw people. We saw people. Uh, you know, at the grocery store. Right. Dave Miranda was
0: in front of me at the Scooters Coffee Line. Yeah, that's
1: coming.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, Josh says the Lars Anderson tweet should be shown in there too. Oh God. Yeah. yeah we we already have three, yeah. and then you got the Joe moglia one.
1: And then you have the Joe and the Joe Moglia one. I think is honestly one of the. I say that one is the most maybe impactful because he basically admitted if he's not lying, now who knows? All these people apparently are just saying random crap. Hey,
0: if Moglia Jack is not lying, he's saying Nebraska reached out to him before they fired Frost. Yeah, so for those who didn't see it, one of you guys tweeted it out and I'm trying to find it now uh on The our, Joe Moglia one? Yeah, or one of you guys put it in the in the Husker football
1: chat room. Did he delete that? Did was that deleted too? Oh no, here we go. I got him. Oh, you you got want it, me to read them? It.
0: Yeah, read read them for people who didn't get a chance to hear them. Okay. So this was
1: uh these were multiple tweets from uh Joe Moglia. It doesn't surprise me that coach Chadwell would be one of the names linked with the Nebraska job or any other top job for that matter. I was contacted a couple weeks ago by someone close to the decision-making process and was asked my thought with regard to a replacement. I said, Jamie has done a great job for us to Coastal Carolina. I love him, and we would not want to lose him, but he would absolutely get the job done at Nebraska. I mean, Jack, this is exactly what Trev Alberts was (laughs) warning
0: everybody about yesterday. But I I thought we were going to hear about that like the week or two before Thanksgiving. Not twenty four yeah. hours after it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so incredible. So, uh, I mean, so here's uh, just to, let's deep delve. Let's deep dive into this actual tweet here because he says, uh, as as I see it here, he says people keep chatting. It's bouncing down. Um, uh, by someone. I was contacted a couple weeks. ago – Okay, a couple weeks ago by someone mm-hmm. close to the decision make decision making process. And was asked my thought with regard to a replacement. I mean, yes. I mean, you know, he's probably knows people who are clo- mm-hmm. like outside. The, the, Joe Mowgli is a different guy than just you know, like the the athletic director of uh, you know wherever else, Washington or something. Because Mowgli probably has relationships that are within the athletic department. So it wouldn't be that weird if somebody called him and just was like, "So, what do you think?" Right. Looks like there's Mm -hmm. a good chance we're going to make a change. What do you think on this? So, like, I don't know. It's hard. That doesn't get me too surprised or fired up about it having gone on predating the firing. Oh, look, I mean, I think we're all
1: kind of expecting it to be happening, right? Yeah. They should be. It's interesting. (laughs) They should have been. It's, (laughs) It's more interesting, I think, for the... Well, I mean, two reasons. The, the first one is the obvious, and that's like, wow, okay, so maybe they're interested in Chadwell. I mean, that's obviously interesting on its surface. The other that I love, and, and I'm sure you're interested in this stuff too, Jack, is like the just the process of these types of things, you know, because we we have theories on how they unfold. It's really cool, though, when you can kind of see it in theory in real time where a guy's like, yeah, they contacted us, <laughs> you know, like that. Right. I mean, that's pretty fascinating to why, hear about. Yeah.
0: Why did he tweet that out? Is that Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. how does that benefit that? him other than I I mean, if he was if he was his coach's agent, I might understand yeah. it. Sure. But he's 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 his boss. What in the heck is yeah. he doing?
1: Yeah.
0: Like odd. how do you Very benefit odd. by that other than other than like sort of bragging that you have insiders calling you? Like that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess
1: it, like, does it weird, make your weird school flex, look good bro. that you're, you you like, have a coach that Nebraska
0: wants? Does that make your school look good, or just that you get called for advice on these sorts of things? Which I still wonder how much of yeah. it was just I'm calling people I know who are coaches, just sort of checking out names, what's being said in the industry, and that kind of thing, rather than inquiring about his specific coach. That's mm-hmm. the other thing. Now, uh, M- Mowgli had another tweet too, though. Right, he did. Yeah, he had. Was it? It was him, I think. Um, oh, oh! is this the one that Stu Manchi oh. just uh, posted in the chat?
1: Whoa, I hadn't seen this one. Yes.
0: Now, this yes, was... look at this. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you, Stu Manchi. Wow. I didn't want to go off my screen because it's going to go on the YouTube and who knows what kind of stuff I'll have open. But, yeah. Oh, so, hello. So it's in the chat. So for those who can't see it right now, Joe Moglia also tweeted. Let's see. So this was at 440 and the other ones are at Five nineteen. So he did this first, which is hilarious. He said, "I have a lot of respect for Trev Alberts and Scott Frost, but Scott did not get the job done at Nebraska, and everyone knew that." I well know that Nebraska almost has unlimited money for football, but it's irresponsible to pay fifteen million when you can wait a few weeks and save seven point five million. So now he's he is he is weighing on weighing in on so many things about Nebraska right now, basically unprompted and publicly. Where?
1: Which, okay, so let's see. Okay, so that one was first. And then he, did you see the follow-up where he said, this has clearly become a trend in the Power Five conferences, and the simple reason is the huge amounts of money each gets from the TV revenue. So that's how he began the tweeting about Nebraska. And then the other ones, he followed up a little bit later, and that was when he talked about uh, Jamie Chadwell.
0: Weird. Yeah, so this was before all of that. So. Odd. I mean, Joe Moglia right now has said more about this than anyone. <laughs>
1: this By the part. way, I, I thought Chadwell's name was eventually going to come up. I guess I didn't really think him kind of entering the chat, so to speak, because of Joe Moglia, though. Like, what an odd way for this thing to kick off with him, I guess. <laughs>
0: this is going to be, Josh, If he, this oh, is the perfect Jack way to start months. this three month period with Joe Dude, Moglia. Dude, I realized tweets. it today.
1: John and I were talking and and I realized looking at the date September 12th we are probably going to have double the amount of time of the search that resulted in Callahan. that was 40 that. days
0: and that felt yeah. like it was
1: forever yeah, yeah and this is going to be 80 this is probably going to be 80 days, so, cuz 80 days from now is December 1st it's a Thursday
0: and and the thing that's going to make this one even more excruciating is like at least when the other ones were done, at least part part of it or some of the candidates were done with their seasons, and so there you know there were actually meetings and things going on, um, you know, uh, for the most part. That's that's when those sorts of things happen. This is all just going to be stuff like this. It's not even going to be like good hard news at any point, mm-hmm. or like or, or 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 Dirk asking Bill Moose about going to Philadelphia or whatever. There's not going to be like any of that. It's all gonna be. Oh, I
1: forgot about that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So anyway, yes, the so Tim... it's gonna be tweets
1: from Joe Moglia and, and Tim Brando. And, and Tim Brando. My gosh.
0: Um, l- let me ask you something, um, and it kind of goes back to Moglia's first set of tweets that we talked about. Second, like, do you do people not realize? Or do they not care when they critique the timing of this thing that there is a, at least a very good chance, in my opinion, that of the $7.5 million that was due that would not have been due in October, that that was taken care of by a private entity that would only take care of it or or put that money in Nebraska's coffers if they used it to pay off Scott Frost? Like, is that—am I— I I feel like probably everybody knows that or or thinks that's very possible, but they talk about it like it's $7.5 million that Nebraska just has in a checking account that they're now giving away and would have two weeks later, which I don't think is the case.
1: Yeah, I it's funny. I haven't – I guess I don't know what – if I've sensed frustration with the actual money or where it's come from and more – and I think you and I talked about this yesterday or maybe we talked about it on Saturday morning, just – the possibility of going back, like making a move this early and costing yourself the same amount of money if you would have done so last year. Like, I think that's the only frustration that I have sensed, but I don't really, I mean, I mean look, I, I'm i not hanging out in the circle of, of Husker fans <clears throat> that is mad about paying coaches to not coach anymore. Like, I don't care about that stuff. Like, I want, I want the program to be good, and you do it by any means necessary. But I, I do know that there are... Like I've heard, I hear stories about these people, but I guess I haven't interacted with anyone who's like, "How can they
0: afford this?" Because everyone I talk to knows how they can afford. That. Really, I'm surprised you haven't gotten more of that. That call because I feel like that's there's been a lot of that. I, Did I, it come I up on your like, show a lot today? Um, no, not necessarily. But I didn't even bother to. I didn't even open up my text during the show, so it might. Oh, okay. ha- well, I mean, we talked. We talked about it. At, well, I'll tell you this, Josh. We talked about it as having. Been one of the big debates, more so than whether or not you fire Frost, more about the timing and the financial impact of when you do it. Um, that, yeah. yeah. So, so we talked about it in that vein, but I, I, I mean, I think that is, I, I think that's it's it's not quite as simple again as, and I know you, I'm, I may be preaching to the choir here, but it's not just as simple as okay, well, that point, seven five point seven point five million dollars that could have been used on anything else the athletic department needs I I don't think that's necessarily the case and I wouldn't assume that in this whole thing so yeah
1: exactly it's not like they're like oh crap we got to move around money (laughs) damn it we can't we can't do this new thing and and Stu Manji points it out it's not like he's getting a lump sum they're not handing him one of those big
0: checks yeah it's that that's also carving it up yeah it is it is carved up but I'm even uh, let's see I, ha- I would be not surprised if somebody came to Trev or a group of people came to Trev with deep pockets that said, if you get this done ASAP, we will make sure you are, you know, if you're reluctant at all because of the buyout, we'll make sure that that is paid for with donations. We'll, we'll do take care think- of it, essentially. I think there's a non-zero chance that happened, either for the whole thing or at least part of
1: it. Now, what about the, the television contract of it all? Like, do you think that 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 they're just like let's just pay for it with that. Or do you think it, you are you leaning more that it was a booster or boosters?
0: Yeah, that's I'm leaning more yes, I'm I'm leaning more toward the thought okay. that there were people who came and that also is my theory for why the it got so expedited so quickly.
1: Okay, uh, that even, makes sense. Even after game sense. 1.
0: Even at, you know, if they're making calls to Joe Mowgli after game 1, um yes, <laughs> I think I think that uh, uh, but no, seriously, I think I think something. Yeah. I think it was after the northwest. I think the tone. I think every change. Everything changed after the Northwestern game, and I think the willingness and ability to do it from a financial perspective looked different afterwards than it did in obviously in December or or even before the Northwestern game. That's me. No, that's that's fair. that's me. Sort of reading. That's me. Not necessarily knowing much, but. It's sort of me knowing how this thing uh, often works, and also reading just some of the tea leaves on the whole thing. I would say,
1: yeah, it's funny. And this don't take this as a criticism of you, but it, you know, when I I think of my interest level in in situations like this, I think one of the last things that I'm always interested in is like how they get the money and if it's boosters. Now, the the palace intrigue of a booster coming and saying I want this guy gone, here's money, I will support this or Trev going and asking for it. That part is interesting to me, but and I guess maybe it's all the same and so maybe I'm just talking out of both sides of my mouth. But like if somebody asked me that today, you know like, "Hey, how did how did you did they pay for it?" I'd be like, "I don't know. Maybe it was a booster, but that I don't know. For some reason that part is never just Gotten my – maybe it's because the money – I mean, look, it's a lot of money. I would love $7.5 million. Maybe it's because it's not like a $40 million buyout that, that I'm maybe not as intrigued by it. I guess the thing that I, Jack, uh am kind of more fascinated by – and look, maybe it's as simple as a booster – like, Trev didn't want him anyway, and a booster gave him permission, and he gave him the money. Um, But, yeah. like, they could have waited. As we talked about a lot yesterday, in theory, they could have let him coach one more game, and then they could have been like, you're out of here on October 1st. The fact that they wanted him jettisoned now, I don't know if enough people, and I'll, I'll throw myself in there, I don't know if we have to- talked enough about the fact that they were like, we don't want Scott Frost to be the head coach of our program for a literal single Le- game anymore. He needs to go. Okay. I think that's the thing that is yeah. still sticking with let's, me. Okay, you know, let's today. talk about
0: it. And by the way, just to go back real quick on one thing and then go forward yeah. with with what you're saying. For the record, I, I mean, I agree with you on the – I'm not – like. I just, yeah, I know that you're I, not like. I oh my gosh, like I feel like play? on that seven five dollars, I feel like there's no way that's going to impact me, <laughs> right? As a fan, yeah, exactly. I, I, like I don't think it. I, I I don't think it is going to impact me. I do think it feels very. Yeah, when I hear something like that, it does feel frivolous and wasteful and all of those things. But um, it's. But I feel like that's all over the place. Also, I feel like I'd have to get really selectively angry uh, to to. To get super frustrated with with just that one, yeah. so I don't I don't do. It. I'm just surprised at when people are critiquing it that they're just assuming. Oh, like I said, that they're assuming that that is a seven point five million dollars that is lost that they that the university athletic department would have had otherwise. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's my only point. Okay, now here's my question for you, Josh, because w- you brought this yeah. topic up and I think this is a really interesting topic, and and we you can even think about it in terms of of value, I don't know, if 7.5 million dollars worth of value. But how much how important was it that national TV is coming into town next week? Obviously, it's a big game. It's the most attention a Nebraska game will get the rest of this year. I think it's easily fair to say, right? Because it's in yeah. that primetime matchup, well, primetime in the for Fox, in that primetime matchup, and it's just and they're doing the pregame show and all of those things. This game, they're featured. I mean, the conversation is completely different now during that show and during the broadcast mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. else with the most eyes on it. How much do you think that that specific part of it, that sort of how, how they look and how, to, how how they're setting the narrative and how early they're setting the narrative when they have the national audience, how much do you think something like that could have played into this? Dude, I think it could
1: I I think that it it could absolutely play a part. I mean, you think about you think about Saturday now versus what Saturday would have been. Um it it really would have felt like I mean, <sighs> I was thinking about the stuff from a broadcaster's point of view. So like, what's the sell for Fox? Like, Hey, come watch Scott Frost, maybe
0: last game. And it's like a funeral, (laughs) you know, like it's like a pretty depressing scene. The only way you Uh, market that is to people who hate him and want to see him fail, which feels like everybody outside of Nebraska. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, and now you don't have to do that, right? Like you don't have to, you don't have to look at it from such a negative point of view. Yeah,
0: I I mean I I just think there's some real PR value to that whole thing.
1: Yes. To, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, and so now Nebraska can, whether it's Trev, whether it's Mickey, like I, you think Frost was going to want to speak to like the, and he would have had to like the big noon thing. Okay. Like now it's like, it's just going to be such a it's, like breath of fresh air is such an overused like thing to say in these types of moments. But I mean there will be I think people are going to have a pep in their step, and you want to talk about like as sad as a lot of people are, and as sad as maybe everybody is. I also think that that there are people that are just like, happy that this is now behind them. And like Pope says, nothing to lose now. Like I think that that is going to be a very real thing for Saturday, and they can kind of put their best foot forward.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Uh, absolutely. And and I still go back to what we talked about before, Josh. I think we talked about this in the now super out of date um, Sunday morning podcast that we did, but. I still, I, I think there's a, was a real concern too about how it would go over if he did this after a win, and if he didn't yeah. do it after a win, just because how the schedule sets up, you could get yourself in a position where, you, you you've you've got to wait to the end of the year, and and you may even it may even be awkward then. Like you've got, I know that's not likely with with the way things looked on Saturday, but you got to think about that because that could put you in a. Yeah. Imagine that if they go out and look really good against Indiana. Right, uh, for whatever reason, after a week off and and whatever, and beat them thirty five ten or something like. There's no then you can't do it, and then what kind of yeah. momentum do they have going? What going into Rutgers after that? Like, yeah, that's. Uh, I think that that played in a ton. That I mean, that's the other yeah. big thing that I can think of. But yeah, I think the decision was made. They were looking for the right time to do it. I th- I mean, I yeah, honestly, it- that's what it is. They didn't know when that would come, but they were going to do it for the first right time first right time they could do it right yeah and you know this was it yeah and and think back jack to yesterday and what trev was saying
1: um you know i I think that for the most part i mean he's pretty honest without divulging all the details but one question that he really sidestepped was when did you make up your mind and i think sam followed up and said if they would have won last night would 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 you have still made the decision and that was like the one question he didn't want to answer and I found that pretty interesting. And so, you know, does that say that the wheels were in motion no matter what it was going to happen? I mean, look, I, I know that I'm a, I'm a broken record on this, but Sipple writing what he did last week, I mean, he was the only local person who had that. He was the only local person who said if they lose, he might get fired that night. And it wasn't that night, but it was, you know, a half day later. And so, did, you know, were the wheels were the wheels really in motion early last week for something to happen on Saturday and, and perhaps happen on Saturday, win or lose.
0: Yeah, even even the part that Sibyl said about needing eight wins made me, I mean, my response to that is, oh, okay, they want to fire him, right? Yeah. They want and to fire him th- and they're going to d- find out. They'll, they'll look for the opportunity to do that. Yeah, and in de- and you know, like,
1: I don't know, in defense if that's what I'm trying to say, but like he'd been saying that all off season. He's been on the eight win number. For months, and I know a lot of people um, were were like, "Wait, no way! Eight wins? Simple, you're out of your mind." And I mean, th- just given what I had heard, like about the mystery metrics. Um, oh, I guess hey, we're we're among friends, and he's gone now. So what I was told at some point in the off season was he had to go seven and five, and there there were no double digit losses allowed. No, <laughs> no, no blow, no quote unquote blowouts. Now. Obviously, he only lasted three games, and he did not lose by double digits. But that is what I was told was a part of it. Um, there are, you know, that was one source in particular. There was another one who is really plugged in that was like, "Look, it's not, it's not a number. It's, it's going to be about a feel for things." And I, I guess I don't know how that is a mystery metric. Like, some people think that Trev just kind of said that. And it really wasn't – he didn't mean for it to become what it did, but all of us just are
0: so interested in everything that it became what it did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's – yeah, maybe that's it. Because he does like to be – and and Jake is saying this right now – one of Trez's best traits is a straightforward talk. When he stumbles a bit, like he did with Sam's question, it's obvious there's more he doesn't want to say. Basically, his ass once gone after – his ass was gone after Northwestern, which I think is true. <clears throat> um, yeah. But I, I think all of that is – I think all of that is true. But yeah, you're you're right. It's almost like you know how we like went through the like the minute by minute schedule almost of Sunday morning um with you know who was in the room and the firing and that stuff. Like that was I mean, that was like that sort of transparency thing and and I think he had to say the metrics thing though. I think he needed to sell at that time that yeah. you know the financial part of it that, that he was being tough on him. That he was keeping him, but there were expectations. And so, I, I mean, I mm-hmm. think he had to say that that existed. I think they just gotten into a. They didn't have much forethought about, w- you know, what the legal situation would be around about people trying to get those. I think that's probably the. Yeah. Uh, and, and the you know, thing. I
1: guess I'll add one more thing, too. And and I always have to remind myself this. Um, the metrics was never technically about getting fired, the metric was always about getting his contract back to full capacity Mm -hmm. so i mean in theory you know if if you're better than if you're seven and five and no blowout losses you're getting paid full again yes but that doesn't mean but i don't know i mean but then it's like okay so could he have gotten that and not gotten fired like i don't know you just kind of twist yourself into a pretzel um i remember when i first heard that number i thought it was low and so simple saying what he did about eight and four you know that I don't know. Just given how how poor they had been on the field the last few years, that number seemed more realistic to me. Even though it sounded like it's it's such a high number, and you're like, well, they're not going to go eight and four. Why would he make a number that high? And then it's like, well, probably because the answer is he doesn't want to bring him back for a sixth season. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's uh, th- that's still fascinating. Was how sure was Trev, and when was he sure that this thing didn't have a long term future? That I mean, that, I would yeah. love to. Be a fly in his mind and find that out. Um, yeah. Because I don't know if it was last December. I don't know if it was after the Northwestern game. I don't know if it was after something happened. I, 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 like I still, Josh, think the theory is interesting that Trev was turned off by just kind of the, the way – Frost was talking and behaving and those sorts of things this year too, and I wonder how if that yeah. played in or if that was irrelevant. We talked about that a lot a couple weeks ago, I think.
1: Yeah, so. well, yeah, and I remember, I remember Big Ten Media Days and how you know a lot of people were like, "This stuff doesn't matter," and it's like I think it does to Trev though. Yeah, that you know, I think right. that stuff. I think that stuff legit matters. Like, to like I look like, Brendan want- says the hobby comment was about Frost. Yeah, that type, like, and, and Trev was very quick to be like, hey, and I'm not saying these things disparaging about Frost, but, I mean, it is not hard at all to read between the lines with that comment.
0: Are you saying Frost golfs? Is that what it is? Oh, okay. uh, he, he, I mean, he literally <laughs>
1: said, somebody sent me the quote, and I had forgotten about it, but in the offseason, he was asked, like, what would you like to do as a CEO? And he talks about being with fans and boosters more, and then he also mentions hunting in western Nebraska more. It's like, okay, well, Uh-oh. interesting.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I think golfing is part of it too, but nonetheless. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So looks like we got six minutes left. By the way, it's still Seahawks seventeen thirteen right now. Geno Smith looks weirdly good, Josh. You yeah, what the I hell? Didn't, I didn't really realize he was like in the league until this summer. Like in the league, like slash able to vie for a starting spot. He's old, West Virginia, right? Like years ago. Yeah, yeah, he he uh, he had like an insane game versus
1: one of those Baylor teams. I think a, okay. I think like the the Baylor team like right before they started winning the conference, where it was like seventy to sixty
0: three or all something. Those Baylor, was, like, all those Baylor, all those Baylor West Virginia games and TCU a little bit too in that era were nuts every year. Oh, Randy yeah. Gregory hey. just uh, made DK Metcalf, Metcalf fumble or recovered it. Oh, hey, spoiler alert again. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Am I that far ahead of you?
1: Huh. Yeah, well, I'm watching on the stream. I'm watching on Fubo.
0: No, I'm watching on YouTube TV. Look, I don't have a cable. I'm, what wow, you? Fubo, thanks a lot, Fubo. Yeah. And, okay, uh, so I'm guessing it's just about to happen, and I'm watching Peyton and Eli. Maybe they're ahead.
1: Yep, here it comes. Boom. Nice play, Randy. Uh, okay, nice let's. Play. So
0: we got a few minutes left, Josh. Uh, what are you interested in hearing about tomorrow? What do you think we're going to hear about tomorrow? either from, I mean, from Mickey directly, I guess, to start. Um, yep. What's, uh, what What are you expecting and what do you want to hear from him? So, I mean, they, Trev alluded
1: to some changes. There's been a little reporting on it so far, and, and I've heard some things, too. Um, I know Sean Callahan mentioned on Husker Online today, they're, they're, what are they doing? They're doing something different with their Sundays. Uh, I can't remember exactly what, I think they might be practicing on Sundays now. Like, and honestly, I don't really care about that. But just like changing things, like that's happening. Um, so I, I guess I want to hear about some of the structural changes. I, it sounds like there's going to be some shuffling on the defensive staff. Like, I guess Travis Fisher is going to be moving to just coaching corners, and then uh, either Chins or Bush or both will be involved with the safeties. So that's happening. I can't remember if I've heard anything else with some of the moving and shaking. Um, Hmm. Look, I mean, I don't think, I don't think Mickey's going to come out at the press conference tomorrow and, you know, say like, Hey, you know, we're benching this guy or that guy. But I mean, you remember how he talked Jack in, uh, in the lead up to the season. I mean, this is a dude who really holds players accountable. and, And it's like, that's the type of stuff that I'm excited to see,
0: which if you had to speculate, that's largely on defense, right? I mean, yeah, Yeah, and I I, I, there's a couple offensive players, though,
1: too, that I I don't think he's going to put up with like there's been guys on the team and I I don't really feel comfortable naming names who have left and come back and have been allowed to leave and come back, like quitting the team and then being back on the
0: team. So
1: I don't think he's going to put up with that type of stuff.
0: Okay, Uh, wow. All right. So like Eric Crouch style, huh? Uh, <laughs> Going go at home bring bring Belinda, in frank but go talk to uh fred petito there and and figure it all out i don't know he'd probably get think a it ham sandwich if the person you're talking about who i don't know is but the but the defensive part of it is is even more fascinating because just from on the field beyond whatever you're talking about just from on the field uh-huh. if you and i were talking about the players who needed to be replaced uh or given the person behind them a shot i think the first five to ten, we would both bring up our defensive, right? Obviously. Yeah. Very obviously. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess the other thing, too, that I'm wondering about with defense, like,
1: it's obvious how bad they are. Um, do you change a style? Like, you, Jack, you remember, when that Texas game in 2007 when for some reason Nebraska was like, you know what, we suck. Let's just blitz the hell out of the Longhorns. And it worked <laughs> for, like, three quarters. Like, I kind of want to see that type of stuff, like, just more yeah. aggression, more it aggression from the defense. It worked until Colt
0: McCoy got hurt and they brought in that Childs guy and started bringing, uh, running zone read.
1: Yeah, and then they just ran Nebraska to death. Who was that? Uh, who, that was
0: the It Was that Benson? Was that Cedric Benson My, that went off that day? Or was been. it the Chiefs running back? The quarterback, Jamal Charles. The quarterback Jamal was – Jamal Charles, was, yeah. Ch- I think it was Charles. The quarterback, I think his name was Childs. C H I L E S, okay. if I recall. Okay. And Didn't Sam Keller get hurt in that game? And Joe Gans. Yes, came in? that was when yeah. Joe
1: Gans started. That was yeah. when he started playing. Pope asked if they can Chenander. Who would be D C. Pope? I was told that they are not going to fire Chenander. So I think that he's now. That's for now. I don't know if that means he's in it for the whole season. But I don't. He's not getting fired now. So at the very least, he's still going to be on the staff. That's for, part of, you of the know, reason you week. don't fire
0: him. Who would be D C.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Barrett Root I don't. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I have no, I have no idea either. So I don't think he's going to lose a job. I think players, I think players will. I think there'll be some shuffling. Um, one one source to, told me today, watch out for maybe something with the offensive line. Now I don't really know what that would mean. Like I was just kind of thinking about the depth chart and I couldn't really think of anybody obvious. So I mean, they and got to figure, figure out what's
0: going on with Prohaska too. Well, so everybody wants to know. I'm curious ha- about that. Like, well, go oh, go ahead. Sorry, no. I just I was just so gonna so say, you, like, you what be, do you believe in? You, you, would you? Oh, just real quick, would you be? surprised yeah. if if anybody was like let go tomorrow you don't expect anything like that no i i think that i think that it will it, you know i think that
1: this staff will be in place i don't i don't know for how long but i think that these guys are going to be in place for i mean for the oklahoma game at the very least i want to find out who they're who they're promoting since you know mickey is now a head coach that means that they could in theory they could bring up a ga to be a full timer okay you know, yeah. so that'll happen. And I have no names on that. So I, I yeah. have no real, no real theories. I just want to know like what he believes in, you know, I mean, Trev was pretty, pretty upfront. Like, Hey, he's, he's the dude. And if he wants to make changes, he can make changes. And so where does that show itself? What does that mean for the offense? You know, like the, I, they've gotten off to such a great start. I hope it means not a whole lot, but what, you know, what does it mean for the defense?
0: Yeah. And as I, I assume Mickey's never really coached defense before, like, so this is going to be the first time – I guess he had a, that head coaching stint, but he's not had any role in coaching defense for a long time at this level. How will he be, he be, in, be involved? That's interesting to me, right? Yep, for sure. <laughs> like, will he'll <laughs> be over in the – when they're meeting – I, I kept looking at him on Saturday, you know, after the bad drives to see if they were getting yelled at on the bench. Is Mickey going to be sticking his head in that? I doubt it, but it'd be interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like the the thing you know you see it Jack in sports, in in college and professional, guy will get fired. New guy will come in as an interim, and man, they just really fire up the players. And it can be such a again breath of fresh air. The one thing that sucks about this scenario is that the defense is just so bad, you know. And and I just I don't they don't I don't think they have the horses. It was already a thin group to begin with, right? You know, so like that's the one negative is. I wish that we could look at this and say, like, oh man, a new coach, you know, they could they can go on a nice little run. I mean, like Ed Orgeron did that two times. He did it at USC and he did yep, it at LSU. Yep. But I mean, think of the schools I
0: just named. There's a lot of talent at those schools. I just uh, the defense doesn't have that. It's yeah. You know, uh, I think you're right. I think you're right. But if he somehow does it, you gotta hire him, right, Josh? Get to a boy. What's you the number? to hi- – I, is that the number? Is six and six? No, not to what? To actually hire him? No, like
1: w- what's the number where people will it, say where many oh, are saying? I got you. That, Like it, they have to. Is it? Is it it's that? Got, or is it it, it gets a uncomfortable for
0: Travis at, at at getting up to a bowl. That's you where, think so? That it gets five wins. I don't think you'll do it, but it gets uncomfortable because you're five in, how many games are left? Nine. 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 Uh, so you're five and four. So you have a winning record. Yeah, that is the bottom floor of it getting uncomfortable. I would say. So does that mean? Does that mean
1: seven and five is like super uncomfortable? Uh, that's take. Yes,
0: that's started. That's okay. getting. The, you know, when you play that game, uh, hot or cold, right? Your feet are burning up. You're starting to get there. And eight. You, eight are they building him a statue? Building him a statue, signing him a lifetime contract.
1: If he wins eight games, <laughs> Triple B is going to have to make one of those shirts that's like Bob, Tom, a bunch of other guys, Mickey. He's going to have to do one of those shirts. Let
0: me ask you this. Do you believe there is a, a, a number, of, uh, whether it's realistic or not, do you believe there's a number out there uh, or, or a way the season finishes that Trev has to hire him and will carry, out, carry that out? Uh, I almost look
1: at it the reverse, like where I, I start at the top and then I, I ask each of those numbers, like, Ten and two, yes. Nine and three, yes. Eight and four, I think is probably. And then I, I think, I mean, seven and five and six and six, I think are, are I, I don't, th- I actually don't think six and six would do it. I think seven and five is one where it's kind of like a. I mean, really, it kind of is like the weird gray area with frost. I don't think. I just, I don't know, and and I, I've talked to a few people over the years or over the last year. About, like, Mickey – because there's – look, there's been these rumors out there that he was brought in to do – like, to literally do this. Um, you remember that over the off season, and so – but I was always told, that like, Mickey doesn't want to be a head coach. Now, it's easy to say that when you're not a head coach and when you don't think you're going to be a head coach, but maybe you fall in love with it because, you know, and maybe they have success. So, I don't know. Maybe, I think seven is kind of that weird number, and I think maybe eight and above – in, in that spot, everyone's going to be clamoring for it, right? Yeah. Given how bad yeah. they started the season?
0: Yeah, but no, uh, just to go back. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, but is there, do you think a number exists where Trev has no choice but to keep him? Like I, eight, nine, 10, whatever. Like, does that number exist? I'd say even nine, exi- nine or better. The, but because,
1: I mean, if they, dude, if they win nine
0: games, that means he has one loss. Like, that would be insane. But there's still, yeah, I guess you have to. But like, there's still that part of me that talks about, you know, the coaches that you've mentioned that have done well after they've come in and and then haven't lit the world on fire after that. Even if that next year was incredible, I don't know how much that factors in or if he is really just bound and determined if he's got his person, right? Or or from this perspective. What'd you say? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. The only other thing is the only thing I say, or if he's talked to Mickey and Mickey doesn't want to do that. And mm-hmm. maybe there's
1: another plan, in and place. then they'd have to like be honest and upfront with that, right? Like they'd have to explain it to people, like, look, Mickey, we swear to God, he doesn't <laughs> want the job, even though he just went undefeated, <laughs> right? Maybe
0: we had, a, maybe they have, they've got something else planned, right? Yeah, for, yeah, for his future there. I don't but know.
1: Let me. So let me throw this out there because I, I said nine. I think nine is a number. And and look, for the record, everybody, they're not gonna they're not gonna go nine and three. I but get if they it. do I,
0: I agree. I yeah fully agree. I don't think they're going at, to a bowl game, but
1: yes. At at minimum, if they were to go nine and three, at minimum that means that they have a four game winning streak at some point. Because mathematically they have to. That it's impossible to go to go eight and one in the final nine games and not have at least one four game winning streak. Otherwise you're talking about like a three and a five game winning streak, a two and a six game winning streak, or a seven or eight game winning streak. So like you think I mean, Jack, just listen to what I'm saying right now. they're doing something that they haven't done in years. And and, you know, they're doing so with you know, a hotshot, you know, former wide receiver coach that came from the South okay. that has multiple wide receivers in the NFL right now.
0: Okay. All right. If but provided he like would want it happen. and provided, yes. The, yeah. the, the, I, I get how dumb that conversation is because of reality. Yeah. But, but I, hey, it was fun to do that no, instead of all the other stuff. I bring it up more. I, I bring it up more or less to, uh, uh, you know, because I think it's really possible. But I am interested if people think that Trev is in no way interested in in hiring Mickey no matter what the the situation of this year is. That was let, more that was more the purpose of the question.
1: Let me put it let me let, let maybe let's uh let's spin it another way and DW says I think one in 11 is on the table sadly Eddie too. Um at what point do people really start asking themselves like huh? Like that's the number that I want to know about where like the public sentiment kind of shifts. Like cuz there look there's a lot of people right now who are hoping that he is the guy and I think it's probably because it's just cleaner and it's not as messy, but I, I wonder what the number is where a lot of people would say like, okay, this is like, let's do this, right. you know, and, and that number is probably lower than the number we were just talking about. Maybe. Overall.
0: I don't know. I think it starts, it, that starts to simmer at, at yeah. getting to a bowl game. I, I, I yeah. I, and then I guess the other thing, in, even beyond a number, Josh, what if you start out slow, which would not be, which would be very forgivable, but you get somehow get three out of four against you yeah. know the the tough last four games, right, or something well, like that
1: or or even like I mean, what happens if Mickey look again, I don't think he's gonna be the guy, but I just I wonder what it does for the fan base just if he gets a win over you know one of the teams you know and the teams I'm talking about are Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, I mean obviously Michigan, but I, that that's yeah. way far out of bounds for me. I mean even Oklahoma like yeah. You know, Nebraska hasn't had, no, no, I mean, I cross agree. signature win was, was his first year, right? It was Michigan state. Like <laughs> Nine what, to if, six. what if, what if, <laughs> what yeah. was that? Nine to six. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what if he was, if anything, man, what if it, if he was just able to bring the fan base together for, for one night, but yeah. look, it's, it's, it's absolutely, you know, been, been a thing in the past where, uh, uh, interim coach you know, would have a, a season and then remain on staff. You know, it, it happened with Ed Orgeron. Luke Fickle did it. Luke Fickle was the head coach for Ohio State for that whole 2011 season. It didn't go very well. And then he was, you know, right back on Urban Meyer's staff the very next season. So like, it wouldn't be like, I hope that people don't think it's awkward if Mickey Joseph even has a modicum of success. And then he's still a wide receivers coach next year. Like, yeah, some people want to be assistants, you
0: know, like that's very normal. I would not be surprised if that were a scenario yeah. that we saw. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, any comments? we I see we're wrapping up the third quarter here, so um, I tried. Dude, to keep the up. chat's you, been on fire. God, tonight. You guys are flying. If you had any questions, I probably missed them. Um, but anyway, I tried to pay attention to some. Yeah. Throw of them. it. Throw to, one to, on to, right now if you've got anything else. Um. Um. There was.
1: Wo- there was one. Let's see. There if was, was one that I responded and to. And we didn't or, see
0: it go ahead and type it again yeah yeah Can josh recap- well oh,
1: oh oh there was there was something earlier uh about um what was the the guinness story um what was the guinness thing that happened uh players went out to a pub players and there are pictures that have surfaced you know like i've seen oh, a really? bunch of pictures from different angles so you know that was people have theorized like what went wrong what went wrong in in ireland that that Moved up the timeline. I wouldn't be surprised if that was a part of it, but I've not. I I cannot confirm nor deny. I just I, I'm just theorizing okay. there.
0: All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, can Josh recap the changes he's heard about? I mean, you kind of did a little bit, but um, yeah. Um, so
1: practice is going to change a little bit. Like they're they're, if I understand right, they're moving Monday to Sunday. So they're going to practice on Sundays now, and then I think Monday is a different like I don't remember exactly but they're doing some stuff Boring. at the start of the week are, Yeah yeah like that stuff I don't really care about um it, like I can't imagine Jack that they can change practice times because classes have started yeah. um but I I wouldn't be surprised if like this is the last year where they're doing morning practices uh let's see what did I what else did I mention I think that we're going to see some personnel changes I was told earlier today to keep an eye on the offensive line um so we'll see what that means uh, it sounds like Travis Fisher will be coaching the corners um, and then Bush and or Shenander will also be helping out with the safeties. Uh, I don't know if it's one or both of them, but that, that sounds like that'll be happening. And I think that was it. I theorized that we're going to have access to all the assistant coaches again starting next week, but that's just... That's just me wondering, and I think that there will be a whole lot more accountability with players. Now, I don't know when that will show itself or if that will show itself publicly, but that type of stuff I know is going to be the
0: But case. that could mean you got some players not on the team. Correct. Fairly
1: quick. And that would not surprise me at all.
0: Uh, Real not quick, other all. questions here before we uh, sign off here. Uh, Pope says, how is Discord set up? And then I gave him a flip-off uh, emoji. Nice. Um, nice. Nice. Uh, Dave says, uh, DW says, what do you think the realistic range of the win total possibilities is? I don't know. I think mm-hmm. I think the bull, I, mean, I, I think five is the top. I think the bottom is probably two, one. Yeah, one the talent two.
1: is still what it is on defense. I think that they could lose out. I, I don't think they will, but I think they could. My guess is they'll win probably three games or four. I think probably th- I
0: think they'll probably go 4 and eight. Travis, what is a realistic today. timeline for an announcement? Do you think it might be 3 months? Yeah, I think because I think the yeah. next coach is probably coaching a college team and and could even yeah. be going past or right up to 3 months. I mean, it could be it could be after Thanksgiving and Black Friday, but that would be That's what I would guess. Be the I would guess
1: it comes after Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, that would be that would be yeah that would be the earliest for me.
1: If it's not, that means it's someone who's not coaching right now or someone who's like bailing on the NFL. I just don't see that yeah. happening. So I think it'll happen after Black Friday.
0: Jake says no way. Trev goes totally Rogan hires a Mike Riley. I don't. I mm. I don't think so. Well, here's I don't a, even know who the, that is could, though. Who is that? That's what I was scenario.
1: gonna say for next for next time. Throw put it in one of the chat rooms. Who is who is uh, a Mike Riley equivalent? And then we Find can discuss him. it. But Find that per- person. personally i don't think that's going to happen um i heard someone describe it earlier today as like this is the first hire that will be made by a big 10 school in the quote-unquote new deal era which i loved i I thought that was a funny comparison but like they're jack they're first to the market they're first to the market in an era where they can they can spend money on future earnings like Mm -hmm. the 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 podcast i listened to they theorized that the deal is going to be six or seven years, and it's going to be like fifty-four million or north of that. So we're talking about a nine million-dollar coach at Nebraska. Jeez. So like,
0: it ain't going to be Mike Riley two point oh. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Dave also asked without thinking, "Who is the next coach?" Gut reaction. I'll still take. Give me Campbell and Leopold, and I'll give you the field. That that's where I'm at, Josh. If I get if I took Campbell and Leopold, would you take the field? No. Yeah, if
1: I had to bet, I would. I think that a bet with those two coaches is probably the same. I
0: believe those to be. This is, if I had to guess, I really think it's going to be one of those two, and yeah, and, and if, probably more strongly Campbell, um, but Leopold. I just have a hunch about. That's completely a hunch. Well, Nothing other. Hey than man,
1: that. Kent's got that win. Kansas got that win. Like, let's see what happens. His stock, his
0: stock is already
1: rising. Let's see what happens. And
0: you you know what you got, Josh? Got a Nebraska connection too. Oh yeah. One. Oh yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Stuma- okay, that's not a question. That's a compliment. Thank you, Stumanji. I appreciate that. Uh hope you guys Thank you, hey, seriously, let us know if you guys liked it. Uh, and I'll leave this chat open throughout the end of the night. I'll get rid of it tomorrow just so it's not confusing but you can keep chatting if you want to chat about the game or if you guys want to put it on in in one of these places but let me know and josh know if you liked it doing it this way nobody really wants to talk that much we're willing if somebody wants to that's one of the nice things about this or you like the other one better so we'll take a look at that and see what you guys all say about that all right cool thanks for joining us everybody yeah hey uh podcasters uh if you uh if you're hearing this Uh, and you are not a part of the Discord, not a part of the I-80 Club, and you want to be, or you just want to support the podcast, uh, go to patreon.com, and uh, you can go ahead, and you can uh, $3 a month, $5 a month, you can get all of these live. You can watch them live like a bunch of people we interacted with did tonight. Get them right after our shows immediately, not have to wait for any podcasts. And you can also be on this Discord, which is turning into a really cool community uh, and kind of a unique community than I think most of us have ever been a part of online. So there you go. All right, that is it. Goodbye, podcasters. We will see you uh, after after the Saturday night show this week. Should be fun. So there you go. Bye-bye.